Welcome. You're listening to the Heritage Podcast. To learn more about Heritage, including meeting times and upcoming events, visit us online at www.heritageff.org. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Tonight, I want to minister to you in the next few sessions on the subject of healing. Tonight, I want to deal with this. Hey, listen up. Uh, You are already healed. You're not going to be healed. Jesus Christ died on the cross, and when He dealt with the sin blow, annihilated it, man, also healing was purchased right then. You have a Bible right to be well. You have a Bible right to receive your healing, to stand in healing, and not only receive healing, but walk in health. That's higher. And that's what we should be aspiring to, is walk in health. So let me give you a verse of Scripture. It may not necessarily come up on your screen, but look at Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, and uh, through verse 23. It says this, My son, attend to my words. Incline, listen to that word, incline thine ear to my sayings. Incline, in other words, give ear, allow, penetrate, allow this word to get on the inside of you. Verse 21, do not allow them to depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For the word is life unto all those that find them and health to all their flesh. Now, we're dealing with divine healing. We're dealing with the fact that you have a Bible right to be healed. That's why I said, listen up, you are already healed. Now, here we're given an instruction in the book of Proverbs, and he said, do not let the words depart from you. Get it down on the inside of you. And he said this, you'll find them and health to all your flesh, all of your flesh. Anything to do with your body has already been dealt with. You are well. You are healed. You are delivered. Oh, listen to this. Verse 23. Keep or defend, watch over your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life, the very flow of life, the, the, the force of life comes out of the spirit, man. How does it come out? By what you say. It's by what you say. It's how you speak. The issues of life. Here's the message translation in that. Listen, friend. Listen well to the words. Tune your ears to my voice. Now, you know, uh, to my left here I have a television. Now, there are some televisions I do realize that have the capability of doing that. They've done this. But I have a, a television. I don't have several. One right here to my left. And if I turn on, say, uh, Channel 2, by that station there, I can't see Channel 4. I can only tune in to one station at a time. So if I'm going to watch 2, I can't watch 4. If my desire is to watch Channel 7, but I'm on 2, I'm missing it. Yes, it's on, but I'm not watching what I want. I'm I'm not observing what I want. Here in the message, it said... Tune your ears to my voice. Well, if you want to hear God's voice, then you can't listen to the world. If you listen to the world, you can't hear God's voice. Now, the world will try to sound like God, but it's not God. God is God. There's no mistake. There are, God has no substitutes for you. He is who He is. We're going to get to that in a moment. So if you want God's voice... You can't listen to the world and then say you're going to pray. 
No, you don't get your instructions from the world for prayer. You don't get your joy from the world. You don't get your happiness from the world. You get it from the voice of Almighty God. The Word is full of the news, good news. And this good news will keep you healthy. Keep your mind sharp and keep it refreshed. Now watch this, verse 22. Well, let me back up. He said, verse 21. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Concentrate. Learn. And learn by it. And lean into it with your heart. Those who discover these words live. If you discover these words and what they mean, just not highlighted verses. I mean, if you discover what these words mean, you live. That's what we're after. Health has to be present. The healing must come. Miracles are manifested because living is what it's all about. Really living, the Bible said, body and soul, they're bursting with health. So keep vigilant and watch over your heart. That's where life starts, in the heart. In your spirit man, the inner man, the hidden man of the heart, as, as, as uh, Peter writes it. So we have to understand that. Here's the, the Living Bible translation on our verse. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. What? The word. The Knox translation says it this way. Let a man master them. What? The word. And if you allow the word, if you master the word, it literally is allowing the word to master you. You, you don't master the word, you control it. When you are allowing the word to be mastered by yourself, you're, you're allowing it to control your thought life, your word life, your actions, everything about your life. Now, and it says this, and they will bring life and healing to its whole being. The, the leisure translation says it this way, and to all his body, healing. I like that. To all the body, healing. And the Rothman translation says it this way, to every part of one's flesh, they bring healing. Man, that's powerful. So listen up. You are already healed. You ought to just rejoice. Thank God I am already healed. Now, how is healing then, uh, how do we understand healings for us today? How do we realize? Well, number one, healing is a family right. We belong to God. And since we belong to God, we have a healing right to be well in the family of God. Some people say, well, you know, when you go to a doctor's office and they'll ask you, well, is there cancer in the family line? Is there diabetes among your family? Did your mother, your father have it? Did anybody else have a heart attack? They always go to the lineage, ancestral. Well, now for you and I, we have to understand our family line started with Jesus Christ and Jesus never had cancer. Jesus never had leukemia. Jesus never had tumors. Jesus has never been sick. God the Father has never shut down heaven because of COVID-19. He was never nervous over a virus. The Spirit of the living God has never shut heaven down. Never has. For any sickness, no disease. And talk very quickly about something very important here. We have a family right. Now, how did this family get started? Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Man, I'm so excited about this. Go over to Genesis, and let's look at chapter 1, verse 1. We've uh, med med meditated on these words for, for years and years and years. And I want to read this to you, and uh, I'm going to read the whole verse of chapter 1, Genesis 1, 1. Then I'm going to back up and read just a segment of it. Watch this. Are you ready? Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning, 
God, look at that, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The heaven and the earth. The heaven, not a heaven, the, meaning one, singular, the heaven and the earth. And so when he created the heaven, the earth was a duplicate of heaven. It was exactly the same. Governmentally, it was to function under the same heading by the God who created it. And if God created heaven and he created it with no sickness, then earth had no sickness. Adam and Eve were never sick in the garden. They never caught a flu. They weren't concerned about the weather. No cold, no heat, no nothing. There, were, there was nothing. They were clothed in glory and this glory protected them. The transgression, the fall, created a whole different setting. But in the garden, I want you to go back to that. So in dealing with this, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, to get to my point about the family of God, let me read it this way. I'm going to read Genesis 1.1. Let's read it this way. In the beginning, God created. Now stop right there. In the beginning, God created. God created. God created everything. These words in the book of Genesis are used to totally introduce us to who God is, the creator of everything that there is. In the garden, when he started out, God did not create sickness or disease because he did not create the heaven and the earth to die. He did not create trees to die. He didn't create any of death. Death was not in life. You can't create with life and create death. It doesn't work that way. God created. God created. Now watch this. Which means he's the maker of, of the heaven. He's the maker of the earth. Which means that without him, nothing, absolutely nothing. Or another way of saying that is this. There isn't anything that has been made that he didn't make from the natural. Now see, I've got a, a podium in front of me. All of the substance of this was created by God. Now, many years ago I made a statement, I'll make it again here. The reason words matter is because words are matter. They're made up of matter. In this podium, I, I'm looking at it, and it's a plexiglass on the top, and, and, and you could basically see through it a little bit. Well, by doing this, I'm looking at it right now, but all of this right here is made up of little atoms that are bouncing off of each other. And they're so tight, and there's billions of atoms flowing in this podium. And they're so dense that I could put my Bible on it. I could slam my Bible on it. But there's atoms in here. That gives you a revelation of if, if you don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. Why? Because any science has proved this, that you get atoms and you put them together and they move fast enough. They move so quick they create sound. They create sound. And so atoms are producing. We can't hear it, but right now this podium is creating a sound. Well, in my spirit, man, the Holy Ghost is on the inside. My spirit man's born again. I ought to create praise. I to, that's why I ought to worship God. It ought to come out. Not by, not, not, not by force. It just ought to usher out, gush out of me because I am His creation. Now, we are immediately told in Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created. Look at it. 
In the beginning, God created. We're immediately told that He is and was the creator of heaven and earth. He's the creator of it. Satan didn't create one thing. Satan is defeated. Satan had no revelation. Satan has no power on this earth except for the power given over to him by man. Satan on his own is defeated. He has no authority on this planet. So he, so God is the maker of the heavens, which means without him, once again, nothing that was made. His creation in Genesis 1.1 is defined several ways. Good, pure, total reflection of himself in Genesis 1.1. And God created. Think about that. And God created. What a statement that is. Now I'm dealing with healing for reading this. All of his creation has his signature on it. In order for me to cash a check, it requires my signature. If I was to write you a check, I would have to sign that check. Doesn't matter if it was for a dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. If my signature wasn't on it, it's not cashable. It does, it's not redeemable. It is virtually no good. And you can't take that check and say, well, let me just fill it in. They won't let you do that. Not in front of them, they won't let you. No. But if I sign that check, it's good. Everything God has done, he signed his signature to it. And in the beginning, God created everything. So we find out that his signature is on everything. Now, that's very important that you understand that. God's signature is in every cell of your body. God's signature is in your scriptural, physical DNA. You're born again. You're a new creature. Old things have passed away. And guess what? All things became new. And you and I have been made free. And we are the righteousness of Almighty God. Since His creation has a signature on it, we must understand by scripture, we are His handiwork. And we are therefore filled with life. His signature's on that. We are filled with health. His signature's on that. And we're filled with wealth. His signature's on that. You can't separate any of us. You can't say, well, I, I believe in the life, but that prosperity stuff don't work. No, he put his signature on it. He didn't separate that thing. You can't. It's on there. Everything that God created speaks. Everything that God created has a voice, some form of, a, of a, a voice. And God answered wind. God answered a tree. God answered circumstances. God answered a storm, the waves. God answered them. Nobody else could hear him talking, but Jesus could. He discerned their language and he said, peace, be still to the storm. He answered it. He answered a tree that didn't have any figs. The Bible said, and he answered, nobody eat of you anymore. I like the term. He answered it. How do you answer something in, in which we would consider not voicing? But he answered it. The scripture said he did. He answered that. The signature's there. Everything God created is speaking. And since it's speaking and everything of God, it speaks of his glory, of his creation. Sickness gives no glory to God. Death had no glory to God. Disease has no glory to God. Now, people themselves live in, and reign in glory, and our life and, and our life in God and our relationship with God tells a wonderful story, redemptive story, 
the plan of God. This is what we're called to do. And if pain or sickness hits our body, we have a right to reject it. But while we're dealing with that, our voice should still be declaring the glory of God. Thank God I am well. This is powerful and this is something we must never overlook and God created. Don't ever overlook that. Don't, don't over underestimate it either. Here's why. This creator, in the beginning God created, is a title we place on God. He is the creator of heaven and earth. Now, over 200, two, excuse me, over 2,500 times the whole entire Old Testament speaks of God as the strong one. Remember, 2,500 times. The strong one. He is the mighty one. He's the one who's able to create. So if there's something that you need and it doesn't exist, God knows how to get it to you. The creator of all. And he is both Elohim and Theos. We'll talk about that in a moment. Now, two over 2,500 times throughout Genesis all the way over into, into Malachi, you could count Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in that because that was all Old Testament as well. However, I want to say to you, in Genesis chapter 1, just Genesis chapter 1, in the actual Hebrew Bible, uh, the Bible says the word God is introduced to us 32 times in just one chapter. So don't you think that's so important for you and I to know? That who He is, His nature's revealed there? Don't ever discount that and just think just Genesis 1-1 and then God created God. No, think about what He did. Every aspect of what He did. Now, the word Elohim, I want to major on this one, means the Creator. He's the one who dominates in Genesis chapter 1. He created, He started out. So because of it, you can't create God, you, excuse me, you cannot separate God from His creation. Now remember, according to Paul and his revelation, you are the new creation of which all things are passed away and all things become new. You're the new creation. So if God is the creator and you are a byproduct of His creation and you're the new creation and God created exactly the way He did in the, when He started out in Genesis 1.1, then He did not create you sick. He did not create you diseased. He did not create you to commit suicide, to commit murder. He never, he never designed you to live off of heroin and alcoholism and cigarettes and all kinds. God never designed you to live that way. God never designed you to live in, in pornography and, and immoralities that would bring destruction to your body. God never designed that. God is a good God, a pure God, a holy God. God knows how to take care of you. God knows how to watch over you. You know, we refer to as the Ten Commandments. It's so powerful. Now, right now, as, as you're viewing me, there are lights around me right now. In order for these lights to function, they got to be plugged into the electrical socket. And from there, electricity's flowing. And the reason that there's houses and burning up and nobody got shocked is because we use the right thing for the right plug. The plug has a three-prong. The three-prong connected. It went straight in. And thus, electricity, power. We harness the power correctly. The a wiring is already coming in. That wiring's already got the current going through it. Now, 
If I unplug that and then stick a fork in it, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get shocked. Why? Because I put the wrong thing in it. The Ten Commandments are not ten, uh, ten uh, ways God's trying to ruin your life. They're there to protect you. Those Ten Commandments are there to see to it that you live in a blessed life. And don't do this. All he's saying, don't, if you, listen, don't put the fork in the plug. Don't commit adultery. Don't do the, that, that's all that is. That's why so many people are sick and trying to get healed because they're living in sin and then confessing healing. You can't live in unforgiveness and then call healing. You can't live in hate and call healing. You, you can't vote God out and then call healing. It doesn't work that way. You, can't, you and I can't operate that way. Now, let's look over at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. And the Apostle Paul, writing to the church of Ephesus, which he founded there. Let, let me get over there real quick. Ephesians makes this powerful statement uh, as Paul is writing to the church, uh, one of the most mature churches there was at the time, the church of Ephesus. And in the fourth chapter, and we're going to begin our reading at verse 14 here. And, uh, and uh, Genesis, excuse me, Genesis chapter 3, not 4. Genesis chapter 3, verse 14. It says, For this cause, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family, the whole family. So if you're born again, we're family. If you're born again, born of the Spirit of God, God is our Father. See, your Heavenly Father is my Heavenly Father. And guess what? God doesn't have a color. God isn't white. God isn't black. God isn't brown. God isn't of any natural origin color. God is a spirit and must be worshipped in spirit and truth. So we cannot exalt the color of our flesh over the God of spirits. He is the father of us all. And in order for you and I to get the revelation and stay healthy, I got to stick with what the Bible says. I got to live by this. Now watch this. Of whom the whole family, if you're born again, washed in the blood, I mean Bible saved. That means you could believe it in your heart, confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ removed all your sin, accepted Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life. If you did that and I did that, guess what? We're brothers and sisters. Whether you like it or not, we are in the family. We belong to God. You might as well get used to me now because when we get to heaven, we're going to spend eternity together. Oh, what a time that'll be. So the whole family under heaven and earth is named. Now, that being the case, the scriptures tell us very specifically, and the scriptures are from God, the verses are from God, the word is God, and the theme of the scripture, any scripture, is God. So it reveals his personal identity. It reveals the work of his creation. You are the work of his creation. If you're the work of his creation, then he did not design you. He did not work disease into you. He did not work virus into you. He did not work cancer cells into you. Oh, no, he didn't do all that. That originated after the fall. Well, in another lesson, I'm going to deal with that. How did sickness and disease, where, where's the origin of it? Where did it all come? We, deal, we need to deal with that. And the origin is not God. 
Didn't start with God. Now, the scripture in Genesis 1.1, Ephesians tells us of his redemptive plan, as well as his health and wealth plan for mankind. Here we discovered all of it in the book of Genesis. Man, that's, that's power. God, in all of his wisdom, in all of his, his insight, planned it that you and I would take this book and we would begin to study it, to show ourselves to prove, become workmen that need not to be ashamed, and rightly divide the word of truth, and then discover by revelation the plan of God, and more specifically, since we're dealing with healing, where healing is concerned. Because healing is in the book. You can't separate this. Now, the proper response to God slash Elohim is faith. The believer must affirm the articles of this. Now, I was raised as a Catholic. And uh, in the Catholic Church, we had what was known as the Apostles' Creed. If, I encourage you, to, if you don't know what that is, look it up in, in uh, Wikipedia. Look it up and Google it, the Apostles' Creed, and read it out. It is powerful. If we just believed what it said. And it starts off by this. I believe in God, the Father, Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth. That is the first line of the Apostles' Creed. That is Genesis 1.1. That is Ephesians 3.13 and 14. God is the creator of heaven and earth. Now, we are part of His family. We are His creation. He, therefore, is our God. He is our Elohim. He is the God that heals us. He is the one who said, I created you. You're my workmanship and I handcrafted you and I forged out disease and put in life. What we've got to do is just receive that. We've got to walk in the light of that. See, if we allow the Spirit of God to work in our life, He'll work out the forming of Christ in us who is the hope of glory and sickness will not reign. Listen up. You're already healed. You're already healed. You're His workmanship. You're designed to be this way. But you just can't claim healing. You must receive God as the creator of heaven and earth. The creator who designed this magnificent vessel called mankind and said, live and not die. Be well and be blessed. And that is how God does it. And I am done for tonight. Join me next week as we continue with this. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Next week I'm going to be talking about the, heal, the healing power of God is in the gospel. We know it's because of the family of God. Oh, but it's in the gospel. We need to hear the gospel. I want to thank you for joining me right now in, in this session. I want to pray with you right now. We're dealing with healing. Some of you listening right now may be dealing with situations. Some of you have family members that are going through stuff. And uh, healing, the reason we call healing is because somebody's dealing with a symptom. If you're walking in health, then you don't need healing. You just need to keep confessing health. Then eventually move to divine life. That's the highest form there is. But right now, the Bible says that the, the, the we have the right to lay hands on the sick. I can't lay hands on you because you're there and I'm here. What I can do is commission and say to you wherever you're 
wherever you may have symptoms in your body, put your hand on your body. If it's your head, put it on your head. If it's your heart, put it on your heart. If it's your leg, put it on your leg. Now you use your faith. This isn't anything magical. This is scriptural. This is Jesus. Jesus is here. Wherever two or more gathered, he's in our midst. This does not hinder that at all. So he's there with you right now. He's there with me right now. If you were encouraged by today's message and believe it would be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate us and hit subscribe. To experience more of Heritage, visit us at www.heritageff.org. Again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Podcast today. And remember, Jesus is Lord.